Welcome to Mind Over Blog Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Runyon, a mindset-obsessed food blogger and food photographer. You are listening to the only podcast designed to help food bloggers up-level their mindset to manifest their biggest blogging goals. Welcome to Mind Over Blog. Let's get started. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Mind Over Blog Podcast. My name is Lauren, and I am so excited to have you here today. For anyone who is new to the podcast, I am just here to help food bloggers create their most epic dreams. And I truly believe from the bottom of my soul that you can't do that with the wrong mindset. And so that's what I'm here for. I'm here to provide insight and wisdom and pass along the things that I'm learning along my journey because I truly believe the mindset stuff is the most important part. It's more important than SEO. Having the right mindset is what is going to give you the ability and the strength to keep going when things are hard. And we all know (laughs) blogging can be really hard. So welcome. And um, today we are talking all about jealousy. And I want to be like, hello, why isn't anyone else talking about this? And maybe they are, and I'm just missing it. And I'm not looking in the right places. But I recently, well, not recently, it was yesterday, had an experience with jealousy that has made me want to come on and talk about it, talk about what I did to work through it, because that's the most important part. It's not about getting rid of these emotions. It's not about having these feelings and considering them negative or positive and just being this crazy positive person. It's about having the tools that you need to work with the emotions and the thoughts that come up every day of your life and of your blogging business. That's what's going to make you an entrepreneur. That's going to a successful entrepreneur. That's what's going to keep you going is having the tools that you need when you have these crazy thoughts, emotions, feelings, roller coaster of highs and lows. So today we're talking about jealousy. And so yesterday I started my day with a way that you're not supposed to. I mean, I I'm trying to learn to do this, not pick up my phone first thing in the morning But I did. And I think the first thing that I got on was Facebook. And I read a post on Facebook in a a food blogging forum, or whatever they're called on Facebook. I'm very new to that. (laughs) And it triggered emotions of me feeling very inadequate and me feeling the hard work that I've put in is never going to pay off. So that's where I started my day. And I, you know, closed out whatever, kind of worked through those feelings a little bit, you know, and then I later, probably not that much later, got onto Instagram and I saw some things that triggered more emotions and I just was in this awful funk and it took me several hours to realize what was going on, like what was really happening inside of my head and what it took me, I mean, several hours to be like, why do I feel this in my body? Why do I feel like I need to quit? Why do I feel like I'm not good enough? Why do I feel like I'm never going to be where this person is? And I'm like, oh, it's jealousy. It took me that long. It took me several hours to realize that I was jealous. And from realizing that I was jealous, I was able to move into a place after I was able to almost name the emotion of what I was feeling. Because how it showed up for me wasn't like, oh, I see her. I want that. I'm jealous. That isn't how it showed up. It was almost my brain must be so fast at processing that emotion 
because it obviously is something that I need to work on, that it just went straight to the self-doubt. It went straight to the, Lauren, you suck. Get out of this. (laughs) That's where it went. So I want to talk about how I moved out of it, how I moved out of that place. And I want to talk about jealousy. I want to talk more about it because for freak's sake, I cannot be the only person. I can't be the only person going through this. I can't be. And I ha- and my ego tries to tell me I am. So I want to normalize jealousy. I want to talk about jealousy. I want to dive in how to handle it when it shows up in your life. So first, I want to start with envy versus jealousy, because envy is different. Envy only like if we're going to we're going to look at it this way. Envy only involves two parties. It's you seeing something or we're just going to say like you seeing a person and you want what they have. Like that initial thought, say they, I don't know, say they have a a really cool drink container. (laughs) So popped into my mind. This is a super awesome, you know, drink thing. And you're like, oh, that's really cool. I want that. I wish I had that. That's it. That's as far as it goes. It's very surface. I wish I had that. Jealousy and, and the way that I'm talking about it today involves three parts. It involves this you, it involves the person that you see and that thing that you're like, oh, I want that. And then it involves this third piece. And the third piece is the dangerous piece. The third piece is this fear that comes along with that person having it and you not. So jealousy is when you see something you want and then it creates these self-limiting beliefs and talks, like starts coming into your brain. And that's how I'm going to define the difference between envy and jealousy today. And we're diving into how to deal with the parts of jealousy. So it's incredibly, incredibly important that we learn how to handle this emotion and how to reframe it. And reframing is just this ability that we can have and use to choose to look at any emotion, but in today, jealousy in a different way. And it helps us control the emotional impact that jealousy can have on us. So we're going to kind of learn my version of reframing and how I go about this. And I, I, I actually use reframing in almost all of the limiting beliefs that I have. So this process is very similar. So how I handle jealousy is very similar to how I handle overwhelm. And um, we're going to go through those steps. So the first step in working with jealousy is to recognize that it's actually happening. And like I mentioned earlier, it may not be obvious. It may just be sensations that you're feeling in your body or thoughts of self-doubt. You may not just have this automatic, oh, I'm so jealous of that person, depending probably on your past experiences with jealousy or depending on your past experiences and these beliefs that you have already wired into your subconscious mind. It's learning, and this is, I'm so passionate about teaching you guys mindfulness because without the mindfulness you will literally just go on hours and hours and hours the entire day in this funk and not realize why and like I said it took me even all the work I do and all the stuff that I know and all these things that I'm learning and these programs that I'm in and these these coaching everything that I know it still took me several hours to be like oh this is what's going on for me to be mindful enough to stop that thought process. So it takes a mindfulness practice. And and it can just be tuning in and just like I say all the time, it's about gauging your feelings. Like, okay, if my feelings are down right now, it's a very good indicator that my thoughts are not exactly where you want them to be. So 
identifying that you are having these jealous feelings is step one and knowing that it may present itself differently than you think it might. The second step is to start asking yourself questions about these feelings. So what I like to say, I say, am I feeling this because I want what she has? My answer is always yes. When jealousy shows up for me, everyone's going to be different. You may not want what they have. It may be something else that's kind of, you know, making these feelings creep up for you. But for the sake of this conversation, we're going to say yes. It's because you want what, what she has. Like she has or is in a point of her business that you want to be. So you want that. Okay. So I've asked myself, am I feeling this because I want what she has? The answer is yes. Why does this make me feel bad? Why do I feel bad that she has something that I want? And this is a good question because this is going to get to the root of why it makes you feel bad. And for everyone, it's going to be different, but it's most likely going to be surrounding a fear or feeling or a lack of self-worth or self-love or confidence in yourself. So why does this make me feel bad? Well, I know for me that when I experience jealousy, it makes me feel bad because I fear they're not being enough for me. I go instantly into this lack mindset. I am fearful that because she has this part of her business, I'm not going to get what I want because there's not going to be enough people left for me. There's not going to be enough people that are interested in what I have to say because she is being so successful right now. That's for me. And I'm being so honest with you guys right now. So ditch the, you don't even have to share with anybody or have these feelings of worrying and people like, oh, she's crazy. <laughs> this is what happens for me. I have fear that because that person is succeeding in what they have, there isn't enough for me. Or kind of what I saw when I first went on the Facebook, those initial feelings, if I'm looking back, that wasn't a, oh, there's not enough for me. It was, I'm doing something wrong. What am, What is it that that person has that I don't have? that they have this and I don't. So it goes into these root beliefs that you have about yourself. Okay. From there, the next step is to ask yourself. So like the next question you should ask yourself, I should say, we're still in the second step of asking questions about the feelings you're having regarding jealousy. The next step or the next question is to say, is this an absolute truth? Because she has this part of her business or because she is here, does that absolutely mean I can't have it? Does that absolutely mean that I'm never going to be there? And this question, I love this question because the answer is always no. It is not an absolute truth. And an absolute truth is basically something that everyone in the entire world is going to agree on. I am going to guess that 99% of the people in the world will absolutely believe that the sky is blue. And that is an absolute truth. Everyone's going to agree on that. If I went and I came to you and I said, hey, whatever your name is, Stacy, <laughs> I'm having these feelings of jealousy. And I saw so-and-so on Instagram and she is so thriving in her business right now. And I just know because she has that, I'm never going to get where I want to go. Well, Stacy's going to be like, that's not true. She's not going to believe that. That's not an absolute truth. And the reason you want to do this is because it gets you into this space and back into the mind frame of okay, it's not an absolute truth. So that means this is a story that I'm telling myself. This is the story. This is the victim mentality or the belief that I have created based on my past experiences regarding somebody having something that I want. So now that you've realized that it's not an absolute truth and that 
you know, why you're having these feelings may be from a, like a feeling of you not being able to have it or not being good enough. The next step is to, of what I like to do, and I would encourage you to try, is to start talking to your ego like you're the mom. It's time to comfort your ego because all of these things are coming from a place of the ego. And I'm going to dive in a little bit later uh, more about kind of when you're operating from the ego versus when you're operating from a sense of your higher self. But our ego and our subconscious mind, it stopped developing at the age of seven. So when you are dealing with emotions from the ego, you want to talk to the ego like you're the mom, like you're, you need to comfort it because the ego's only job is to keep you safe. And so this is what I do. And it really works. And I know it might sound strange, but I start to talk to myself. Okay, Lauren, or I even sometimes I just say ego, you're completely safe. Where you're at right now is exactly where you're supposed to be. And I do. I lower my voice and I talk very nice. You are on a mission that is your own mission. You are here for a purpose. You are created in the eyes of God and you are given your own purpose. And it's going to unfold exactly how it's supposed to be. You are safe. It isn't true that because she has that, you can't have it. And so I really just go with whatever resonates with me. I go with whatever I feel like I need to feel good in that moment. So really just kind of calming your ego down and telling it it's completely safe that that person has it. You're st- you can still have it. You can still get it. You can still go after it. And, and, and we're going to talk about why jealousy can be a really good thing to help move us along in our journey. So I want to talk about a few other things Because those are kind of the three steps that I like to take when I'm working through almost like a process of of identifying the emotion and trying to remove the emotion or even get to a spot where I'm like, okay, this isn't true. This is a story I'm telling myself. What next? Sometimes that's all it takes. Sometimes that's all I need to do. Sometimes it's not. So it's really important to remember that we should not ignore these feelings. Don't try to shove them down. Don't try and tune them out. Don't tell yourself that it's not okay to have these feelings because what I find is that we're going to create this cycle. If we don't sit with them, if we don't feel it and teach ourselves that it's absolutely okay to have them, we aren't really going to learn from this jealousy. We're just going to create this bad behavioral thought pattern based off of every time we have this feeling. We want to feel it, to heal it, and we need to learn from it. I feel like for me, what happens when I start to feel jealousy is something that is almost a cycle. So we have this feeling of jealousy and then it moves into feeling ashamed that we have this jealousy because that's kind of what society has taught us. It's taught us that jealousy is a bad thing. So then we judge ourselves for having the jealousy And it's just this awful cycle of, okay, I'm jealous. Okay, I feel like I'm not good enough. Now I feel terrible that I'm jealous. Now I feel ashamed that I'm the only person out here having these feelings. None of that is good for us. But what is good for us is learning how to work through these feelings. We have identified all those pieces. We've worked through the three steps. And then we have released the need to shove that feeling away of jealousy And sometimes it's still not enough. Sometimes we are still so stuck inside of our head that the only thing to do is trying to chill out and just come into the present moment. And to do that, 
sometimes I have to stop. I just have to stop the thought pattern and I have to ask myself, am I okay right now? Yes, I'm okay right now. Like right now in this moment, as I'm sitting here doing this podcast or whatever it is that you're doing in your day, are you safe and are you okay right now? Odds are good. The answer is yes. If you're sitting here listening to a podcast, odds are good. You're safe. Odds are good. Everything is okay in this moment. And so that is usually enough for me to like snap out of whatever funk I'm in and then, okay, I'm okay, right? This very moment. And then I tune in to whatever is going on in my present moment. That means the phone goes away. That means I stop thinking about what it is and I'm thinking about what's happening in my body. What sensations am I feeling? What do I, you know, what noises do I hear? What do I see around me? Who's speaking to me? Who, who can I give my attention to? So anything that it takes to bring yourself back into the present moment, instead of being stuck in, in your head, usually this is enough to get me back into the right place. Like I've gone through those things and then I've brought myself back into this present moment. And then I feel great. I feel lighter. I feel moved on. I feel like I'm no longer stuck in this place where I feel like I'm not good enough. The other thing that you have to keep in mind is that you have to remove the trigger, especially if it happens over and over again, or even it's just for the day. So say you think you've worked through that and you get back on social media and it's triggered again. Don't put yourself through that. Stop the trigger. That means either get off social media for the day, or if that seems too impossible and you have to keep getting on social media, mute the person that's making you feel that way. Um, Whatever is it you have to do to stop the trigger. Because I don't personally believe that we should have to learn to deal with that. If I honestly, this is how I handle that. If I feel my energy being sucked from me in a way that I can't control, then the way for me to control that is to stop the thing that's sucking my energy. And that might seem very, I don't know, I I feel a lot of things and a lot of the things and the decisions that I make, it's very much based on things that I feel. And so I almost feel like, like can feel the energy draining. And if that person does that to me, it's an instant mute. And then And it has nothing to do with them. That's the most important part to think about this. It's not the most important. It is important though. It's not about this person. I have no ill intention about this person. I have no bad feelings for this person. It's not that I don't like them. It's just that it's doing something to me that I must stop because we are the only ones that are in control of our thoughts and our reality and creating a safe space for us in cultivating our energy for what we want to like cultivate it for. We want our energy so that we can help people. We want our energy so that we can grow our business. We want our energy so that we can be present for our loved ones. We don't want our energy going to someone on the internet, doesn't even know we're having these feelings, doesn't even mean to be doing that. Like it's all us and we're, we are responsible for that. Stop the trigger, whatever it takes. And it can just be for the day. Just mute the person for the day and the next day, you know, unmute them. Another thing that I like to do, like I want to teach myself and teach my brain that that person is not a threat to me. So I always, I always say something to that person. Hey, congratulations on that awesome launch. Hey, I am so happy that you are succeeding in this area of your business. I know that I feel that way deep down, but sometimes the jealousy can make it feel like I'm not feeling that way, but that's not my true self. So I also always encourage myself to reach out to that person and be like, I'm super happy for you because I know that that's how I really feel. But in the moment, the jealousy kind of like makes you blind to being able to feel that happiness. 
at least for me, you know, who knows? Maybe I am the only person experiencing this. Maybe you could reach out and DM and tell me like, hey, I totally have these feelings and this is what I do or, you know, whatever. So the other thing that I want to make sure is that, like I said earlier, jealousy isn't a bad thing. You shouldn't feel ashamed for feeling it. And I'm telling myself this too, because I know that I can get stuck in the cycle of feeling alone and ashamed that I'm having jealousy feelings, but we can use it as a feedback method. It doesn't have to be something mad or bad. It doesn't have to be something that is bad. It isn't about the person. It is about our inner desires that we want to have. Like we feel this spark of jealousy because it's what we want in our life. We want what we think that's giving to that person, which is kind of a whole nother issue. We don't honestly know what their life is like. And we have no idea the story that we're putting onto them. Oh, because they have 700, you know, billion people that come to their website every day or because they make six figures a month. They have all this freedom. We're putting that onto them. We have no idea that what we think they're getting out of it, they're truly getting it out of it. So using jealousy as a feedback method, as a compass to where we really want to go, it's just a great reminder of us to kind of pause and know that by the law of attraction, because that person has it, it means that we can have it too. The law of attraction is a law. That means it works always. It, it means that work for some people and not for other people. The law of gravity doesn't work for me and then works for you. That's not how laws work. The law is a law because it works no matter what. And because that person has it, it means that you can have it too. And this is just an opportunity to ask ourselves, what can I do to move one step closer to what she has, which is the goal I ultimately want? How can I use this as like a of a method to move one step forward in my business. So I talked about um, earlier the jealousy being kind of an ego-focused feeling and thought. And so I just before we end, want to wrap up with touching on the ego versus the higher self. I do plan to do an entire podcast dedicated to what it feels like to operate from the ego and what it feels like to operate from the higher self because I feel like this is the true foundation to finding happiness and joy in your business. And as you go along your journey in your entrepreneur journey to getting to your dreams, and it's a learning to operate from a place of the higher self, the ego is going to always feel like a very reactive energy. It's going to feel anxious. It's always going to feel fearful when you're operating from the place of an ego. Um, It's going to often make you feel like something is wrong or missing, and it is most connected to fear because it's trying to keep you safe. The ego will always focus on external circumstances, always. It is never going to be focusing on your internal circumstances. The ego will always be focusing on what is happening outside of you and thinking that that is where your happiness is found, your success is found, where you're defined, that's what the ego does. When we shift to work from a place of our higher self, we are shifting to work from a place of like God within us or the divine or however you want to look at that, whatever your beliefs are, it's shifting into a higher self. And we use our intuition 
And we see things as limitless and we see things as expansive. And we are able to live in the present moment. And we are like, when we are connected to the divine energy that is inside of every single one of us, we are all born with this. We all have it in us. We are able to live in the present moment. When we are also working from the higher self, we also feel like our energy is responsive. It's not reactive, like I said, the ego is. So we can respond, we can pause, we can be like, oh, I'm going to respond to this versus react to this. Learning to move away from operating in the ego and learning to move to operating within the higher self makes all the difference in the world for everything, for manifesting, for bringing things into your life and attracting abundance, for changing your thought patterns, for changing that self-talk that I talk about all the time. It all comes from moving into a place of working within the higher self. And that's all I think I have today on jealousy. I hope that you guys, something that you heard today, I hope it resonated. If it did, you know that I always love that. um, I've said the word always a lot in this podcast. (laughs) Um, You know that I am forever thankful for anyone who goes and leaves a review uh, or just leaves five stars. It helps the podcast grow. Sharing it on Instagram, you guys, it's like my favorite. It it makes me and helps me know that you guys are hearing it and it's helping. And and then it helps the podcast grow because that's that's how this works is word of mouth, basically. And um, I can't be here and do this without you guys. And so I'm forever thankful for everyone who takes the time to share. And uh, I also want to say that I want to make sure that you are signed up for the Mind Over Blog newsletter because you are going to be missing out on some really awesome things coming down the pipeline if you're not signed up for this newsletter. I have a lot of really exciting things planned that will all be rolling out through the rest of the year. And then I also will be sending tons of, you know, resources and freebies. And then every Monday I'm sending like a Monday motivation email so that it goes straight to your inbox and you can start your week off right. So I'd love to see you join the Mind Over Blog community. You're going to know when things go live, like Mind Over Blog is going to have its own website soon. And it's just going to be a place dedicated to having resources for entrepreneurs or I want to start just, you know, blogopreneurs because that's what we are. And any bloggers that have big dreams and um, are stuck with self-limiting beliefs because I know we're all there and it takes work and I want to help every single one of you with that. That's it for now. So reach out if you guys have questions, reach out if you want to chat, send me a DM, all those good things. Thanks guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Mind Over Blog Podcast. Don't forget if you love this episode to leave us a review and then tag me on Instagram at mindoverblog. Share it in your stories. I'd love to know what you liked the most about this episode. Until the next time, have a great day.